Yeah, I just keep it steady on the magic. Do my thing, I'm healing, it's fantastic. If I fall, rise automatic. You ain't no now, you know. Only one rain myself like a tree from the roots. Westside girl, cause she lived in the coast. Eastside girl, when she speaks to the roots. Stay 100, cause she on with the truth. Been there on struggle, know that it pass. Only going up, yeah, the pain on last. Ooh, take off. Ooh, take off. Ooh, take off. This is take off, take off, take off. Shorty like Brandy, fight like Monica. What you know about her? Baby girl raising, way to the top. Shaking the world, don't expect her to stop. Hope so great, she get what she got. Follow her step, cause she following God. What you need more, got a heart full of gold. Even at times when it's raining and cold. Ooh, she about take off. Hey y'all, it's your girl Hannah, aka Ruta, and you are watching the Uprooted Network. Yo, welcome back to Black Woman Wednesday. I'm so excited today to have my girl Wayne joining. Y'all, she is the truth. Um, I'm inspired by her, and I know y'all will be inspired by her. So I'm so excited to have her coming on today. And y'all, do you see what I'm wearing today? Do you see the merch? Keep the merch. Who you think that is? Which one of my guests? I want to see who knows. If you didn't already see, it's the up and up. I'm really, really out here trying to teach y'all rep who you kick it with, okay? Support your friends, hustle, support they grind, okay? Make sure you out here supporting your people. So you already know we got the up and up merch the latest drop if you didn't get yours go get yours now my guy Binyam out there he's been on the show if you haven't watched the past episode of black men speak sundays um and yeah you know i'm trying to tell y'all if you gonna know me for anything y'all gonna know me for support yo friends okay Oh, you said, come on skins you see y'all see me okay i'm out here glowing okay i see you wayne i'm so excited Okay, Kyle said he got the same color. You feel me? That royal blue. You already know what time it is. Hi. Hi. Girl, your fro is everything. I know, I know, I know. Oh I my know. God. If only I could get mine to, to behave like it really, it really does behave. That's the right term to use for my hair. It behaves. It knows how to just stay crowned. Just like that. Just stay. No problem. <laughs> I'm so in awe. First of all, you are gorgeous. Hello. Oh my God. Well, thank you. I know that life is not serving me right now, but I am pretty good looking. But thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. You know, you just said, um, I know I'm cute. Okay. Like, <laughs> I be trying to tell people too, sis, because, you know, I be coming on sometimes with my robe and my scarf situation, and people be like, you're so crazy. I said, why? I know what I look like. Y'all yeah. <laughs> know what I look like? Okay. Honestly, that's that's a really good confidence to have because um, just recently, I was, I mean, I, I'm pretty open canvas, so I'm just going to spill it out. I ran out of uh, makeup, and I was just like... Um, I, I, I just kind of like put on whatever. And my husband was like, you're so pretty without makeup. Why you got to put on makeup when you actually don't have that? Like, just be yourself, you know? So, yes. Here, I hear you. I <laughs> love that. Okay, I stand. I'm I'm here for this. Y'all, listen. Wayne, I got to say thank you so much, first and foremost, because I've had to reschedule this like twice. Yeah. Um. This whole This whole traveling while working thing is still a lot. 
but yeah. I think I, I think I got it now. You I'm excited. It. Yeah. Because I'm like, ooh, child, the way the hotel lobby, the room, the this, I will just duck anywhere. And people will be like, what you doing? I got to mm-hmm. do my podcast. <laughs> like, I will really find or any quiet you. place to wherever yeah. I'm going. Yeah. And then I realized, girl, you could take a break. You don't have to do it while you're on the road. And I, you know, anyway. I hear you. So. Yeah. No, no, you did the right thing. Um, it's it's definitely good to take a break from work. Sometimes we're so caught up in, like, just, like, the continuous, like, constant routines and you know having to uh, live up to our goals and expectations it is good but it, when you need to take a break you need to take a break I'm, I'm just really happy that we could be here today so yeah yes I'm excited so before we get too into it because I I'm a, you know I always get too comfortable I'll be forgetting I got to introduce you guys so Wayne and I connected on Clubhouse she has been doing great advocacy in there but also just like through conversation realized we had a lot in common um, and then also you shared with me like your passion for real estate. And so I had Caleb on this week who also does like um, investments in real estate, but like mm-hmm. overall investments, which you also do. So this week is really like we trying to inspire people, get your money right, get growth mindset. We yeah. trying to put people on. And I thought I really wanted both of you guys in the same week. So I'm glad it was able to like work itself out that it still happened that way. But for those who don't know you, could you just give them like a little intro of like who you are and kind of like what you do? Um, that's okay. So I don't, I usually never know where to start because I mean my life has been all over. It's a good thing. But mm-hmm. let me just start by saying uh, my name is Wayne Abraha, and of course I grew up in Tigray. I'm particularly from Europe, a small minority in Europe. Um, I mean, it's small minority in Tigray, basically a minority (laughs) within a minority. We're about like 40 to 60K uh, thousand people. Mm -hmm. And um, uh, there was, uh, you know, I I left that part of uh, Ethiopia um, during the Ethiopian war uh, in the early 2000s that affected me and my family directly. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I lived in different parts of the world, but mostly as a refugee, really, in Uganda. Most of my, you know, um, I guess, young um, childhood was really, like, spent there. Mm-hmm. And eventually got to Canada because my uncle lives here. And the reason I'm bringing that piece in is, even though I really don't like to talk so much about that, is because right now, of course, there is the, like, cycle being repeated right now uh, in Tigray, uh, the current genocidal war. So mm-hmm. uh, that's, that's why I'm bringing that piece in. But really, most of my passion uh, is, um, besides advocacy, uh, generally it is advocacy, but, um, you know, it's, it's mostly, you know, financial freedom, uh, generational wealth and I've always been an advocate of course for human rights and um, uh, for just like gender equality and so on and forth. I did study international development and conflict resolution that is my background but I do like to just kind of find a different different like passion in different areas um, especially in like uh, you know like real estate uh, just things that generate wealth and uh, things that like kind of empower you as an individual empower like give you kind of like a you know like a presence in a, in a community in in um in within your household and so on and forth so that's kind of what I focus on um yeah so that's that's me a little bit in a nutshell girl bye she said that's me in a nutshell no sis you said a whole lot of things just there okay like it's 
one, your whole uprooted journey. So for people who, for context, right? When you say the Eritrean Ethiopian war and you being from Europe, like people who don't understand that contextually on the map, you are on the border. Yeah. So literally you're living in the actual war zone, which is like why you would need to relocate, you know, and, and to flee. And so that's not easy. And for this cycle to repeat, I think our advocacy started there and it continues there. Um, and so I, I don't want us to like, skip that part of your journey but I think the resiliency for you to do that travel and be like no I'm not going to be a victim I'm going to thrive anyways and I'm going to like really focus on how do I grow and then you also have the sweetest little girl um and you just had another baby this year right I did you're a mommy too so you're out here doing the damn thing (laughs) and I see you I love your posts all the time Cause you're like, I'm trying to teach my daughter to like be limitless and, and have whatever she wants. And I'm always like, that is so, that's just so cute. Like, I love it. And I love watching that. So could you tell us a little bit about what, how did you even understand or start to think about generational wealth? Cause that, I don't think we're all thinking that at like our younger age, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I I think it just kind of goes back to a little bit of what you said, um, um well what I guess to just kind of go back a little bit uh when you've you know been kind of stripped out of like things that um that is extremely essential to you which is your family um your you know your community uh the only place that you've really truly known as to be your home Mm -hmm. and and then you kind of like keep moving and and of course the different identities are given to you and this is really interesting because i remember when i was like for example i'm from a very small uh village in europe Mm -hmm. uh it's called magaruma nobody will know about this but but put it out there (laughs) no girl somebody might find you you don't know we can find the family members we find family members online all the time so shout it out sis clubhouse has gotten me so many families that's another conversation anyway so Mm -hmm. like you know when i go from when i went from a small village in magaruma to a, a a bigger so-called town in alitena i would just be like that girl from magaruma i mean you know, and then, like, then, of course, I moved to, like, Adigrat, which is, like, the closest, um, you know, uh, city, really, it's kind of the capital city for Europe, and when you go there, you're like, oh, she's just Europe, whatever, and a whole different identity is given to you, and, and then, of course, later, I moved to Addis Ababa a little bit, and she's like, oh, to grow it in there's a whole different thing, and, of course, like that identity, minimalization, Mm-hmm. exactly and and with you know every identity that you're given you're also these different conditions and different uh levels that kind of comes with that and of course i i moved to uganda as a refugee and even there uh i was like an ethiopian and at that point i even became a muzungu which is like a white person it mm. got completely off and then of course when That's i moved to you know canada i i people just kind of like oh you know a black person so then you embody this like black identity and so i at that point at a very early stage in my life i learned that um our identities are very much shaped by our our environment Mm -hmm. um we're really like trying to kind of like see ourselves through other eyes and through other people 
And even with that kind of comes like, you know, certain conditions, like when you're, you know, um, a black immigrant in Canada, you kind of belong into a certain socioeconomic um, class, certain, you're more likely to have certain, you know, political, um, uh, whatever, like understandings and so on and forth. And I, I always kind of like, you know what, I, I'm not going to fit into any of these stereotypes. None of you guys know me. That hit me in the chest. That hit me in the chest. I said, let them know. Say it again for the people in the back. Okay. <laughs> you guys know me, all right? Like, honestly, no. Like, an identity is such a construct. And, and we, we work so hard to, like, play or fit into that stereotypes or that preconditioning that exists. So, mm -hmm. uh, I, and, and of course, real estate, um, that's just something that kind of came to me gradually because you know, my uncle who did bring me to this country and is a father figure to me is in it. So I always say real estate phoned me. I didn't really find it. It's just kind of like one of those things, you know, God had kind of put there and be like, hey, you should know more about this industry. It seems interesting. I've mm -hmm. seen few people do good in it. And I'm like literally the foundation of it is that I'm capable of doing it and let, let's do some research here and there and then let's start saving and of course I have a very supportive husband who is also into that kind of like he's actually in finances and uh, so that's kind of how we got into it yeah oh so you said you're the dream team uh, we are paid <laughs> on the dream team yeah 100%. I love it she said yeah what you mean well, <laughs> clear. Yeah. Been clear by what I just said no I love that that's amazing that's dope. There's a couple things I want to unpack, right? Like this idea that your identity is socially constructed and that's dependent on your environment. Because the other side of that is with each identity comes new limiting beliefs of like what you cannot do because you are this, Good right? Rich. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. you had to break out of that like over and over and over and over again. At some point you was like, all right, what else y'all got for me, right? Like, like honestly, like at some point you just gotta say, I guess this is how I'm supposed to behave. All right, let's move on. Like something like that, like something just general that like, okay, this is it. Like, okay, what can I do really? Um, At this point, you know, I just kind of leave it to people's uh like subconscious. Like if this is how you perceive me and the package that you've given or whatever, it's just, it's on you, not on me. And I tried mm -hmm. to find my, my way. And uh, speaking of being conditioned, we're really easily programmable. Uh, that's actually like a downside to us, I think. We're, we're just more like, I don't know. I feel like this, this might be a little bit of my understanding, but we're just mm -hmm. so easily um, manipulated. We're so easily uh, programmable, which is why I have to be very, very uh, cautious about how I raise my child because sometimes mm -hmm. we pass on those it. limiting beliefs to, on our kids. Uh, we cripple them because we are crippled ourselves. And uh, mm -hmm. we have so much fear and anxieties and limiting beliefs that we carry on. And of course, we must like hand it over like it's a crown of some sort, right? So mm -hmm. definitely... Yeah, we got to be. Mm -hmm. I, I learned some um, something about this from, there's a psychologist. She's actually out of the UK, I think. Her name is Marissa Peer. Um, I, think, I think it's, I forget the spell. I think it's P-E-E-R, something like, something like that. Yeah. But um, she was talking about this concept that with everything always boils down to that feeling of not being enough. Oh, yeah. So when you have like multiple layers of identities, you can never be enough of one. 
because if you're not like especially for us right as black women right like you're never woman enough because they want to make you a masculine aggressive like angry black woman and then you're um not smart enough so you have to prove that and then when you're too smart now you're you're better than your male counterparts and your and your like it's there's always something there's always something that you can never just be enough of one identity and that's not possible when they gave you 20 how the hell are you supposed to balance 20 different identities because depending on who sees you is what they believe and so something that you said too is like what they subconsciously believe about you goes back to that old quote of like what other people think of you is none of your business exactly it's none of your business and and you know like in places like in like real estate right now i'm just uh kind of especially the like um one of the things i'm doing as you know is uh, just getting my licenses so in that industry it's very male uh driven so far i've just kind of been in it as an investor when i say an investor we're at very early stages where like we make lots of sacrifices living like some shitty neighborhoods to save up and like it's, <laughs> mm-hmm. it's nothing too like fabulous but it really is something and above all you know when you have a goal you're just confident about it so no worries there that being said uh, my point is, uh, real estate is highly like white male dominated industry. Mm-hmm. And so when people make, especially, you know, those men make receptions about me, that hasn't really been that negative. But if it was to come, I'm just like, well, that is just lack of your either IQ mm-hmm. uh, or like some sort of like lack of experience with people like myself. But more like, more likely, it's just lack of ignorance. It's more like ignorance. So it got nothing on me. And you just mm-hmm. kind of move on, right? What can you do? But um, yeah, I don't know if I'm answering anything. But no, yeah. I'm, I'm with you because it is it's just the idea of the attitude you have to have, the confidence you have to walk in yeah. when you know you're walking into places that are yeah. literally not, not built for you. The best like, thing I think you could say about people judging you is that everybody is judging you from experiences that they've had, from mm-hmm. the way they're conditioned, and from either lack of information or from, you know, access of information that they've had. Um, it's from whatever pedestal that they're standing or sitting on. And so it's not really a reflection of you. And you know what? If somebody truly knows you, then you're also not growing because like I have had so many personalities mm. in my life, like people that knew me in high okay, school talk about it. would never recognize me right now because I have adapted what you'd called earlier growth mindset, where yes. I truly understood the power of my mind, which is we are, uh, we do have neuroplasticity, like that's part of like, we're basically very elastic. Our mind is very capable yes. of learning. I love science words. I love that word. You know, that's, <laughs> that's my major, my field. So I'm like, yes, talk about it. <laughs> I'm a, yeah. So, it, you know, we're, we're very capable beings. That means we do have to learn. We do have to evolve. That's actually who we are really as, as humans. We, we constantly must evolve. Otherwise, our cells start dying and we start decaying. And we only know what we've learned. And that's basically becomes the only thing that we're familiar and comfortable with. So that's true. Yeah. So basically, we got Drake to blame 
for this no new whatever, no new friends, no this, all that, all that BS, the, the music industry talk about. No, listen, I want y'all to go listen to Jay-Z, okay? Jay-Z talking about you supposed to elevate, okay? Elevate, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. you supposed to elevate. I saw a meme the other day, and it, or like, not a meme, but one of those quote posts, and it was like, um, the thing that scares me the most is being in the same place next year. Yeah, definitely. And, and and that's just like, you only feel like that when you understand your ability to grow is actually just an innate thing. Like, mm-hmm. that's how we're, we're born. Like, what well, I'm lucky I get to be a parent, so I get to witness that. My daughter's at that stage now where she's like, mommy, I gotta do this myself. I got this. All right, okay. I so she, she better like, say that. I, listen, oh I, I she, was that little girl, so I'm always gonna cheerlead the the smart, yeah. the leader. Like, go ahead, sis, you got it. Okay, you got it. Go ahead. Exactly, and 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 you gotta let that growth happen naturally for them because that's who we are. We grow, we evolve, and and if we don't, the opposite happens to us, right? We slowly mm-hmm. start dying, and I am not about to happen, not let that to happen to me. So, yes. um. So that's basically, you know, I'm in the housing business. So um, with with a, to have a solid house, mm-hmm. you must have a really good foundation, right? Okay. You about to take them to church. Tell them. <laughs> <laughs> I, I felt you. it coming. I felt it coming. We are the foundation. Mm-hmm. If you do not have the confidence in yourself, mm-hmm. you know, the, the um, understanding that you are capable, that God, has created you with all abilities um and above mm-hmm. all you are a learner you can learn anything but uh, uh, beyond anything it's the confidence you must do whatever it takes to have that initial foundation which is confidence and that's 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 some work you gotta do brah i i'm speaking to you and i still have you know like every girl like i still got a lot to do but at least i know that everything will break down until i I establish a very very like confident like solid stable foundation which is working on myself yes and that part you actually talked about this a little bit earlier you kind of like glossed over it but i want to talk about this in terms of your real estate investing right Mm -hmm. because you said something, and then Caleb said this on Sunday as well, that you have to be willing to be uncomfortable for a shorter period of time, a temporary discomfort, so that you can invest into your your future, right? So living but below your means, like you were saying, living in a, in not, a in the, not the nicest, right? Like you, it's safe enough, but it's not what you want, right? Mm-hmm. Um, just so that you can save and actually invest in property. So- mm-hmm. Can you break that down a little bit in terms of um, what an investment property could do for you, right? And like why that's so important for people to start thinking about now um, and and not just spending your money or just having it sitting in a savings account, but actually using your money to like grow itself, right? Yeah. So I think, uh, you know, like it's important to kind of understand asset classes, right? Like mm-hmm. uh, which kind of like increases in value as time goes by. It's a very mm-hmm. good thing to understand. Uh, right now in my world, from my understanding, and uh, by any means I'm not an expert on this, real estate and like a different asset class that a lot of people don't think about is like crypto. 
those that's that's a growing asset class it adds in value like as we you know uh mm-hmm. Uh, we just kind of make it like as we wait basically time yeah. is giving you more money which in most cases in other asset class is not so common now um in real estate um like i guess just kind of like reflecting back on like early stages i was just an average student both me and my husband were just average students uh, mm-hmm. a lot of debts like you know So the first thing I would like student debt, when I say debt, I'm talking about student debt, you know, like an average, yes. I live in Canada, an average Canadian, I believe, uh, graduates with about 38,000 or so uh, in debt. And that, that, that's that I wasn't that average, right? So mm-hmm. you got to first start paying off your debt. Uh, I, I do think education debt is not a bad debt. Uh, if you know what kind of career uh, yeah, that is. Yeah, it, you have to understand like which career is marketable. You do have to understand which field is marketable in order to kind of, you know, get the most out of your debt. But um, in my case, it was, I was, you know, I mean, not the most marketable thing. But anyways, my point being, uh, you do uh, have to pay off whatever debt you have, whether that's a credit card debt, uh, whether mm-hmm. that's any sort of personal debt, get rid of those, you know. Uh, it, and then slowly, while you do that, of course, you do have to minimize your cost of living. Um, mm-hmm. And think about, what is it, like, more than, like, 50% of our uh, income kind of goes into our, li- li- like, you know, household. Lifestyle. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And that's way too high. So kind of determine, okay, how much can I really save? I and they're I think- taking notes because you, you are <laughs> dropping gems. Cece said, take notes, y'all. <laughs> so you said under 50, you want to, 50% of our income goes to lifestyle. You said, we want to save how much? You definitely want to say, want to save about 20% of your, um, you know, gross income or net income, I should say. It's probably where I would kind of lean on. Um, mm-hmm. 20%, save that, you know, like uh, that, that basically means your living cost is going to be a bit limited. That means you might have to make some sacrifices that might be living in, undesirable neighborhood for example that was kind of the route we took and mm-hmm. before we actually um bought a home that we could live in we first bought an investment property in like some not sketchy neighborhood mm-hmm. uh but that ad, uh, added value as uh, you know as we waited as we kind of like tried to arrange our lives here and there paid our student loan and everything here and there so um when you buy your first home Uh, mm-hmm. it, it's really a lot of people think it's an asset, but it's not because it's taking money out of your pocket. You're yes. paying for property taxes. You're paying for this. You're paying for that. But if you buy a rental property while you're living cheap, yes. your expenses are not that high. You found like you know like a good rental place for yourself in in a uh, somewhat safe but not desirable neighborhood. And this is not for everybody. It's just I'm sharing what worked for us. Mm-hmm. And, um, and after that, you know, you, you, you save a little uh, while you kind of get that little money from your rental and uh, probably you're not going to make much money, but at least that rental can kind of sustain itself as the value goes up and always, always, always buy in up and coming neighborhood because mm-hmm. uh, the value of your property just goes up, right? Yeah. So where, wherever you see people start to gentrify, that's where you got to be too. You got to be part of the gentrifying movement. Otherwise you are completely blocked out. 
Exactly. Uh, you actually won't have access to the market unless you kind of go into that. And that was our advantage. We went into the market that was willing to take us, you know, uh, I can't go into like some fancy neighborhood. I'm just, you know, like an immigrant. Um, there's other things got <laughs> student loans and so on and forth. Yeah. So I would say real estate is good. Uh, and after that, of course, we bought uh, duplex. I think duplexes are great because uh, you buy, you live in one side and the other side kind of pays for it. And whatever income comes, you could either invest or you could, um, you know, you can save for the next property, which is actually your official home. That's the mm -hmm. first, like, it, you know, I think from what I've seen, like, you know how people say like home, house hacks or whatever. That's yeah. one of the things I think that's one uh, one way of going about it. I'm not saying it's the only way, but it's one way of going uh, it's a about it. Way. Exactly. Uh, and of course, real estate, it's, it's generational wealth. It's your land. I mean, if you live in North America and almost in any, even in Addis, like if you see how land value went up overnight, that's a little bit uh, crazy market there. But I would say this is this is a very simple formula. I'm not a mass person. God has only made like <laughs> th like this is it this is it the land that has that God made is all we got but the population keeps going and of course the demand the the value of the land keeps increasing so it's just an easy way of going into our generational wealth and that's what I think it's one of the industries that just can't die like it, it'll keep transforming it'll transform over and over and over again. But like what you just said is exactly the gem that I was hoping you would say is like, it's a finite resource. Like it's, land it's is a literally thing. a finite resource. And when you think about who owns most of the land, mm -hmm. it's not the everyday person. No. It is not. So we are always at the hands of our quote unquote leaders. Some of them we don't like, as we can see. Mm -hmm. um, and, and that puts us in horrible position. So by those of us in the diaspora actually understanding and taking ownership, mm -hmm. um, instead of just constantly renting and thinking you're saving, no, you, you might be saving in the short term, but mm -hmm. you are shortchanging yourself because your mm -hmm. long-term goals and your long-term wealth could be so much higher, like so much higher. Actually, another mm -hmm. life hack, you can take out a, an equity loan on your home and you can use that to also start another business and or purchase another property. Definitely. I think that's the one thing that that's really another an important hack. Um, of course, people know this, but sometimes they don't unless you're actually in it. Mm -hmm. And the fact that you can literally take a, a loan on your home, first of all, um, I don't know where, but like in Canada, uh, bank money is cheap. Like banks are willing to give you money. So I'm literally using the bank's money mm -hmm. to make me more money. I'll go for that anytime. Any but day. Of course, any mm -hmm. day. But of course, it has to be a calculated move and it has to be in uh, sectors where it's stable and real estate is stable in most cases. Yeah. 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 And that's what... Um that's the conversation because I'm lucky enough to have like a dad and uncles that are entrepreneurs yeah. and so as I started this journey they all were like no you have to buy a house first you need to do it you know and they were very mm -hmm. adamant about it so yeah. they've been pushing that narrative mm -hmm. um 
and not that I'm against it. I'm just like, so y'all paying for it? I'm confused. <laughs> like, I'm supposed to magically do this? I'm <laughs> so I love it. My family plans my life like I'm sure every other Habashad person yeah. in this um, world. <laughs> you know, they plan the hell out of our lives. But this yeah. was advice that was actually good, um, that made sense. Like, you know what I mean? Like, no, that actually makes a lot of sense. Also, you know, I work from home. I'm, I'm working virtually. So... Mm. I don't have to pay for an office if I'm already going to pay for a house. Like I might as well use my mortgage um, so instead true. of that. Yeah. yeah. Actually, um, that's one of the things that attracted me about like uh, being certified in real estate is like, oh, wait, I can have an office from home. Mm-hmm. Um, that's really attractive to me because um, I do love working virtually. I think it's, it's the future of work really. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you do have your own space and you can utilize it and however um, makes sense to you. So uh, definitely that's one, one good advantage of having your own home. You can use yeah that mortgage to like literally have your office. And of course you can always like write it as tax uh, credit or whatever. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Well, you know, I'm about to use the hell out of that tax credit. Like, no, <laughs> sir. Mm. No. no. I, I did buy that new table and everything. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Get them office supplies, too. Yeah. I, needed, I needed the TV because I needed a bigger screen. Like, you should Obviously, start making shit. Yeah. Making shit of course. Up. What you mean? Yeah, I have, TVs I are better for your Whatever, yeah. Like, I pay clients. I have a studio. What do you mean? Yeah. Like, I, like, you can literally finesse it. Yeah. Um, and that's what people don't understand. A lot of these people who start in corporate, right, will go off once they have a good enough network of um, people that they've met and they'll start their own consulting or their own private business. Right. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. they don't because they don't need to make as much money as the corporation. They just need a solid 10 clients a year. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? That's way Mm -hmm. more manageable and they can work from home. Yeah, you know, that like, freedom, like that freedom that you get from, I mean, I think entrepreneurship, there's, there's, it's good for people to know uh, self-employment and entrepreneurship. Mm-hmm. Um, real estate, when you go into um, the, you know, selling home side of things, you're actually self-employed because your physical presence is required. Mm-hmm. I am more into entrepreneurship. Um, I mean, at the beginning, you got to do it both. But it was entrepreneurship, you know, sometimes your money is kind of working for you while you're sleeping It's the best thing you can do. Um, and of course, um, so, uh, you know, th- those those advantages, you got to understand entrepreneurship is not for everybody. Mm-hmm. But I just don't know how working nine to five for a grumpy boss is for everybody either. And and some of us just don't do that that well in that industry. I was a a career coach for three years and I've seen the the uh the job market and it's not not that pretty. It's really not that attractive. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely a creator's market right now. Um I agree. Yeah, for sure. Because what the pandemic showed everybody, it exposed yeah. all the lies that these corporations have been telling people. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's been it's been the year of people really like understanding their creativity, their money making ability, mm-hmm. um, their like you know that they can have the flexible lifestyle that they want. They don't actually yeah. have to do like the structure that's given to them. Yeah. Um, like I, before you, I was on the phone with my cousin. She over there is talking about I'm in Paris. I said, of course you are. Like, you know, like it's, it's, it's really a thing. Um, 
yeah. and later this month I, hopefully I'll talk some more about just the nomad lifestyle too for for the generation because yeah. we're our if our parents and generation what do they call them generation uh, x what the uh, baby boomers Jen? there oh, baby boomers, baby okay. boomers. okay i'm like it's the people above us you know i'll be forgetting the order <laughs> um they yeah. were the generation of they start at somewhere they stay there for 40 years they retire yeah. whatever they have like a very stable basic they've life, had right? it i think that's yeah. the generation that really like yeah they had yeah. all the privileges now i think um 80 of sorry like 40 year olds Mm -hmm. only get to enjoy that's 40 year olds we're like maybe in our 30s or whatever 40 year olds only get to enjoy 80 percent of what uh baby boomers enjoyed and mm -hmm. our generation probably doesn't even get like 60 percent of that and mm -hmm. it's really it has become uh, that thing where home ownership is not accessible like even you know the new, new home Yeah. Um, home buyers it's very difficult because um, you're kind of like drowning or you're on your student loan and so on and forth mm -hmm. uh, rent is extremely high uh, just lifestyle is really high you can't really plan uh, a family a wedding all of that is extremely inaccessible to our, like millennials right now millennials are having it hard um, whether that's like a white person or none whatever like just a millennial category is not not And I, I a bit much worry about Generation Gen as well, but they're more creative and they can utilize like social media and uh, you know yeah. the gig economy or whatever whatever it is. But, oh, um, yes, they love to, themselves a good gig. <laughs> I need to get into that. I need yeah, to I'm trying to have more patience for it. You have to do something in your spare time, like you know what I mean, because like. Mm -hmm. The way that our generation is, um, the millennials or like right under us is Y or whatever, whoever's under us. Um, yeah. No shade, because I do have younger people that watch this, but we were the ones who like, we suffered because they had the Great Depression. So we had right. the parents that were extra strict, extra mm -hmm. like safe, um, wanted stability and structure yeah. and like, you mm -hmm. know. And then we were the rebels. Like Drake came out and said YOLO, and so all of us Yolo. said YOLO. Yolo. <laughs> like, this is all a scam, anyways. And so we have been really just experimenting. We've been experimenting yeah. a lot. Social yeah, a media lot. was created by our generation, and it mm -hmm. has since transformed and has changed our lives like mm -hmm. way faster than anybody mm -hmm. really can understand. Um, and like psychologists, we're scrambling. We are scrambling because mm -hmm. people are also, the, the problem is, right, we're changing at such a speed that, like, our evolutionary brains can't actually not, keep up. We're not capable of, like, um, taking in all that information and implementing it in our lives. It's way too much. We're it's not so really, we're not, no, no. It's so overwhelming. You know yeah. what the, the, heart, the thing that is stopping people the most from um, succeeding is that they yeah. know so much they mm -hmm. want like even for myself right we yeah. want we want to execute it at the corporate level oh yeah we're we're sitting here like you know and this I can speak for myself going through my mm -hmm. classes mm -hmm. I know how to structure a multi-million dollar organization right mm -hmm. because that's what they teach you in school mm -hmm. and so you're looking at what I'm studying is Tesla and Facebook and you know x y and z 
So anyone who's smart and pays attention to my trajectory, you mm-hmm. know that that's what I'm building off of because that's the models that I understand. Okay. But imagine how difficult it is to start because I know those organizations from a finished product where like I've been breaking them down to understand from like, them. So you're going from like the end product towards like kind of like yeah, the okay. beginning. So okay. now I have to rewire my brain to be like, actually, you just have to start anywhere. Yeah. It literally doesn't matter where you start because you can funnel into anything, right? Yeah. So, that like, the thing is we have all those limiting beliefs. So, unless yeah. you break out of that and unless mm-hmm. you just get the guts to start, yeah. what we really have a problem with is the yeah. self-esteem issue. So, that's 100%. why I was glad you started with confidence, right? Yeah. Because that's the one thing you need to get anything done in this damn country that's it i mean if you don't have that no matter how idealistic you are how much you envision and you dream and you got whatever board dream whatever it's called it just is not going to look when we finish i mean um like unis or colleges whatever we go the education system is is not really like action oriented Mm-hmm. It, it does make you a critical thinker, and, and I think we generally we need that. Yeah. Yes. Oh my God, we overthink. We but overthink I, I do think critical thinking is extremely crucial because otherwise we're just like you know we'll we'll just like stick to our biases and go at each other's necks. So it is good to have critical thinking, but that's mm-hmm. it's not. Um, there's a technical skill and there's a soft skill. Soft mm-hmm. skill is basically you gotta you gotta have tangible skills that are going to help you uh, do things, take actions. Of course, we said already, conf- confidence is the foundation, but mm-hmm. you also need like you know technical skills and soft skills. Soft skills in this case would be like you know confidence, public speaking, um, mm-hmm. you know being able to create a good networking, all of those things that you know people don't oh, really time think. management. Time management mm. is extremely crucial. Like, I mean, we are given such a... If you know how to manage your time, you're set, really. That, And if you know how to plan, I think that was one of my favorite shows you've had was like talking about um, how to plan and execute. Mm-hmm. I was like, I fell in love that time because I was like, <laughs> damn, this girl knows what she's talking about. Maybe but I need to do another class on that. <laughs> I, I think it's much needed, to be honest. Yeah, because I'm gonna think about time, it. I'm going to ruminate on that. Time management. Time management. Because that's the one asset that, and I'm calling it an asset, because that's the one asset we all got. Whether you're from here, from there, you got this skin tone, whether that's that's the one thing that God mm-hmm. or anybody did not discriminate about. It get, they gave it, like we have it. So we got to learn to utilize it, and that will give us an advantage no matter who we are. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I think y'all got to pay attention to this because here's the gem that you're that you're not telling them um, about time. Mm-hmm. Like, but you said it, but let me make it clear for them. You said it; they didn't. They might not have caught it actually. Yeah. Time. So there's, there, I saw like a quote. There's two things that somehow we have all as human beings agreed upon, right? It's this concept of time. We all operate on the same clock, uh, and then it's this concept of money. <laughs> Mm-hmm. this idea of how we trade with each other right mm-hmm. almost everything else is remixed yeah. like depending on what country you go to it's mm-hmm. remixed yeah but mm-hmm. time somehow yeah. we agreed that 24 yeah. hours 
yeah, it's just going to be the standard. You know what I mean? Like we, it's, there are we very few it. things, very yeah. few things that human beings can agree on. And if time <laughs> is one of them, then Hang you should on. understand it's yeah. important. Like, you know, it's like, crucial. you gotta get that together. And like, yeah. it's something I was just joking with a friend today because we were planning um, happy hour, right? And she's like, do you want me to send you a calendar invite? And I was just like, actually, yes. <laughs> like, because the way my calendar is set up Very is important. Yeah. I got a time block. I got a yeah. time block and I have to have my goals for the day. And I need to remember who I'm supposed to communicate with. Like, I have finally accepted that, no, as good as your brain is, you should just write it down, sis. Like, yeah. why waste the mental energy? Let me, you know what I'm saying? Why? Yeah. Why waste the why? mental energy of down. having to remember? Write it down and forget about it. Your reminder mm-hmm. will tell you later. Like, oh, I love so technology. that you don't. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love Siri. I love me some Siri. <laughs> Siri, can you take it? Right? I'd be like, Siri, can you take this note? Hey, Siri, can you remind me to call so-and-so? Yeah. Siri, can you do this? When people ask me, how do you manage all these relationships? Because I know mm-hmm. so many people. So what yeah. you mean? Yeah. You think you think I just remember? No, I don't just remember. I have a mm-hmm. clock on my <laughs> my phone. Yeah. I got a calendar. I have reminders. Mm-hmm. And thankfully, some of y'all are smart enough to call me because you know yeah. that I'm going to forget. So mm-hmm. it really is the one life hack I tell people. It is. Get you a planner. Get you a planner. Let me just say hi to everybody in here. Hey, guys. I'll see you. <laughs> Oh yeah, your God. your Arab your Arab sister. Yeah, was, uh, my Arab Yes, hey, they are Sarah, in here. Tribe Hagos, I saw Fortuna. Hey, Cici. Oh my God, I yes. see you guys. It's it's All tribe right. in here. They said yeah. earlier too, because I I thank you for reminding me. I think Beth said earlier something that we should take away. Gem, what we're saying is your only limit is the one you set for yourself, and Ooh. if you Oof. don't. If you don't set better limits for yourself, if you don't manage your time, your time will manage you. Your oh. days will disappear. You will yeah. be like, oh, how did a whole year go by? And I ain't done yeah. shit. I didn't do damn thing. What did I do? And then you what go, did I do? like, look at your bank statement one time. Let it tell you what you did. Go look at your, <laughs> go look at your uh, Instagram stories. Let it remind you. What did you accomplish? What did you do? And not even accomplish, like, you know, on a success level, right? Because I think success is what you define for yourself. Define, but yeah, however you put it, yeah. What did you do? What did you, like, what did you do even for yourself? Was there a goal you had set for yourself Yeah. that you accomplished? And that's really what I mean. And and a lot of people, they don't value that. So five years from now, they're going to be looking at us. You mad at me because I've been <laughs> yeah. steadily growing and yeah. you over here at the same position because you've yeah. been talking and I've been moving. It's two yeah. different things. I think, you know, change requires a lot of effort. And I think if you can kind of work on changes that are going to help you manage your time. And, you know, when people say manage your time, how does it look like? I, I, I truly think, like, if you can win your mornings. I, mornings are secret to me. I, I don't care what people say. Mornings are the are. most secret time of the day. You need to, like do whatever makes you happy in the morning um and when I say morning I try to get up early I mean this is not for everybody some people work late some people you know but if if you want to embark on like that time management um like I want to get the best out of my day uh type of like routine it's a routine everything is a routine Mm -hmm. right you got to have a routine and so wake up early 
do whatever makes you happy, whether that's running, whether that's like, you know, uh, just giving yourself some time to pray if you pray or meditate if you meditate. Just mm-hmm. work. If you can control your morning, you're set. Like when um, I'm going to, I can't believe I'm going to say this now. When I worked in my corporate <laughs> world or whatever, mostly nonprofits, but yeah, I, I would go to work because you know I I don't know if you know my my daily routine. I do wake up. I used to wake up at four thirty, and I'm like, well, I'm too hard on myself. I'll do it five. So I wake up at five every morning, five a.m. And I have the whole morning to like, you gave yourself is, thirty minutes. Is <laughs> I did. I was like, I deserve this. Anyways, I you know because at that time, like literally between five, okay, six, seven, eight. Be, be, mm-hmm. like you got three most people let's say wake up around eight you got three hours you can do anything you want you can read a book which i love reading in the morning it our mm-hmm. brain is the most receptive in the morning oh i'm uh, taking the, mental notes right now you better yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it's the most receptive in the morning whatever you want to learn just make sure you're doing that and don't don't stress yourself too much 10 minutes 15 minutes break your you know those three hours or whatever you have before you go to work and when I go to work, I show up like, oh my god! I'm just like so excited. I'm like, good morning! It's You're one morning. of those people. Oh my god! And, of course you are. Like, no, we're mad. <laughs> we're mad because we didn't have all that. We want our coffee, and you over here just Ooh, like we like sis. Hold on, I didn't have my cup yet. <laughs> that's you, That's how we That's me. That's me. Yeah, that's me. I'm always booting out. That's exactly what I said. I said, since you do what? And you said, oh, yeah, I run. I said, you run? <laughs> okay. I In the mornings, you know, like, I definitely, I'll definitely do my runs. Nowadays, of course, I got to study here. And then, of course, this, this routines change. Uh, it's okay. It's part of the change. It's okay. But you should get up in the morning. You should have that cup of coffee if you do live in a nice weather outside you know, let, like, just enjoy the nature, because I think sometimes we're so disconnected from nature that we barely Mm -hmm. know where our food is coming from, or, you know, like, how to even be ourselves outside of the house. I think it's really good for us to, to, to get that air and other things. (laughs) You um, see, I'm outside, I'm always, I work outside, this is where I work all day long, and then I, and then I come and do the show, and then I go on my walk. I'm literally, like, outside but I mean I also have a nice backyard but outside all day long because you know when the snow comes it's so so miserable so I have to take all the advantage of being outside because you know there's a such a thing as seasonal depression just in case I I go through it If, uh, if there's anything that resembles depression it comes in winter and I'm about not to let that happen I I make sure I work out I make sure you know, like I'm doing things that kind of bring joy because, you know, like your life is so short. You should mm-hmm. not let like things like an environment or just a weather, like just suck the life out of you. You should, you should just acknowledge, like the way I do it, I acknowledge it. Okay. I'm just not meant to live. I, I'm from Europe. Europe is the hottest place on earth. One of the <laughs> hottest. It's like, like, it's not oh, like sis. afar, but it's pretty hot. I am not designed for a way like there's no ounce of like my evolutionary like <laughs> genetic makeup that says you should live in an environment like that but you know what I do and that tells you we're very very adaptive beings mm-hmm. because sometimes I'm like how, how do how do I survive in an environment like that but we're humans are you very adaptive yeah yeah 
yeah. you stay inside I stay inside I do a lot of um but that's also why all the holidays are in the winter if y'all notice all yeah, the holidays yeah. are in the winter so that you have something to look forward to to deal with all the depressing ass weather oh, yeah that's like not... I'll be I, I think about culture you know and I think about how do these traditions get made because what's the yeah. point and yeah. the things that work last yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, the yeah. things that really work last. Like, 100%. you try to fight somebody to take their holidays away. They will, they, they'll go crazy. Okay. They will literally go crazy. So, yeah, the holidays really are important. And so, I literally, cor- this is corny as hell, but y'all could just know this about me. As soon as it starts to get cold here, um, Hallmark starts playing all the, the winter holiday movies. <laughs> and when I tell you, I will keep that on all day long. And I will be like working and I'll have my cup of coffee, my hot cocoa, my something tea. Like mm-hmm. I'm always having like a little treat just to trick me because yeah. you be waking up and you look outside and you just like, okay, yeah, Ugh. this ain't, this ain't it. So yeah. that's really just mindset. If you know, it's coming, you yeah. know, the season is coming, you mm-hmm. know, it's going to be trash. Mm-hmm. You got to give yourself things to look forward to. So like Definitely. in the winter. I got a ukulele. I'm about to be practicing that shit. Ukulele? Are you? Oh my gosh! I know. Yeah. I know. I just. You got, I like, you gotta do whatever it is. Yeah. I'm trying mm-hmm. to tell you. I had to you think about do. what were the things in my childhood that I really appreciated. You know, right. that I really yeah. wanted, and that's what I'm do. Oh, did that's my cousin? Awesome. I think my cousin just brought me food. I'm actually hella. Is that for me? Oh, I'm so excited. My cousin just brought me dessert, y'all. Yeah. My night just got like 10 times better. The so. best cousin in the world. You deserve oh, it. Yeah. I got it. In- <laughs> Listen, I'm so I'm excited. I'm just listening. I'm just, I'm just, yeah, while, while you enjoy your food or looking at it, I'm, I'm oh, listening. No. no, don't worry about it. I'm looking at it. I'm trying not to, but you want to show the people? My guy, Roby, he's trying to interview the whole, he's trying to uh, interrupt the interview. This is my background producer, Robel. And my little cousin. Oh, you're, so, you're such a good cousin. I love Crumble that. Crumble cookies. Looks... Isn't that beautiful? Go ahead. He about yes. to open it up for you. Oh, my God. Wow. Why you got to do Wait this a minute. Wow. Oh, Wait my... a minute. Okay. He said, I got you cookies. Okay, listen. Get you a Roby in your life. Okay? Get you a <laughs> freaking Roby in your life. I be trying to tell people. It's crazy, but no literally this is you know he's the reason like these are the conversations I used to have with him um and he's like Wutai you need a show because people just don't know this stuff like you be putting yeah. me on so much game yeah. yeah and um yeah okay he said real recognize real I taught you that too <laughs> that's so, I was gonna say that earlier I was literally gonna say that earlier yes when when uh when when I heard you speak the first time on Abroaded I really thought like this is amazing because I, I yeah I, you know I think our community right now like uh, Tigran community we're going through so much that we can sometimes forget um, we can sometimes forget ourselves because I, it's just mm-hmm. like the emotion that we're feeling is so heavy and um, but unless we are well unless we have our goals and our intentions and our desires intact in, in and we're looking after ourselves and our goals and our aspirations mm-hmm. um, we're not going to be a very uh, effective in our advocacy we're not gonna you can't it's what Oprah says uh, you, you really can't pour from an empty cup 
and um like i think shows like yours really kind of like make us become a bit conscious about mm-hmm. our unconscious actions and our conscious and un- unconscious thoughts and um so it it's it's good to like be an observer sometimes um yeah. and that that's very hard when you're emotionally uh, involved and and when your family are literally going through a genocide but yeah. sometimes we need to step out and say what am i doing for my well-being am i in alignment with my goals and um you know all of those things really need to be considered and i think this show brings that aspect of of um the missing piece so it mm-hmm. it is good yeah thank you that was really yeah. nicely said i appreciate that yeah yeah <laughs> this is great did you yeah. notice i always tell people this you you did so well cuz we're already at the end of the oh, hour are we? Yeah, yeah, isn't that crazy? It just really? goes by. That is so crazy. It just go it literally just ooh, floats right by and I be telling people all the time like I promise you it's really once you get on whatever nervousness you might have before the camera yeah. turns on, yeah. it goes away cuz you're just you're just having a normal conversation with somebody. But I have two things I want to ask you. You already know what the last question is cuz you watched the show, but before that I wanted to add a new question which is what advice would you give to your younger self? Oh that's a good um it's a really good question. I think what I would tell myself is that um everything that's happening to you is not really happening to you. It's actually happening for you. Because mm. when I was young there were just so many times I felt like but why? Like but why me? But why does this have to happen? and now i know that there was a purpose to it like it makes you a better person it makes you have empathy mm-hmm. towards others it makes you grow uh it makes you kind of want to have purpose in life it makes yeah. you want to kind of meet that better version of yourself and it makes you think that we are literally on this cosmic journey all of us we're here to meet to greet to love and to share and when uh once a while marfis law whatever happens and shitty things happen to you uh it's just really happening for you so yeah that's amazing advice i love that i love that and then let's let's take that into oh yeah uh best said yes <laughs> like she loves that too hey best <laughs> i love that for you man that's beautiful advice and then what would you say you want your legacy to be to close us out um my legacy wow girl you asking this on the show you yeah girl that's always the last question <laughs> what you mean we got to practice right. these early <laughs> um you know i i i think i would like to be remembered as somebody who um first of all was kind to others like i did no harm mm-hmm. and then with the time and resources and access that i had i actually positively impacted people's lives uh whether that's just putting that smile on somebody's face whether that's getting them that beautiful dream house whether that's um you know just being a good mom that did 
do her best. I I don't have huge ambitions besides just I want to do good to people in terms of just like making them feel good about themselves and basically doing no harm. But as I do that, if I can accomplish greater things like having a bigger impact in a community or society or whatever, then and that's just a bonus. But I just want to be kind to people. And I don't know if that's necessarily a legacy, but uh, I would like that to be my legacy. Yeah. That's beautiful. First of all, it is definitely a legacy. Mm -hmm. And I want to affirm you and validate you in that because I think it's a big legacy and it's a big task in a big order Mm -hmm. because it's so much easier to be mean. And it's so much easier (laughs) to hurt other people considering how much we've been through So for you to actually, one, do your own healing, do your own work Mm -hmm. so that you can show up and actually be that kind person, I think that's an amazing thing, not only to aspire to, but that I see you actively doing regularly. Like, I, you put a smile on my face, so I'm like, you know, that you are halfway there, you know, and I I see, of course, Instagram doesn't show you, social media isn't going to show you everything, but the fact that you're even being intentional to do it for yourself and then you're doing it for your daughter, that's going to put us seven generations forward, Mm -hmm. right? Like Mm -hmm. if we could all just raise some kind children, we literally will change the world. And that starts with just one person internally. So you doing this work, transferring that to your daughter and doing your advocacy for your community and your larger community, right? Like you're doing it for Ido, but also mm-hmm. Tigray and just people in general. Mm-hmm. What do you mean, sis? You already there. You are already there. <laughs> Thank Thank we you. just, we want to just support you getting to the next level and the next level. Cause when there's people like you who exist, who walk in this confidence and this glow, like <laughs> we need you to be a role model to at least five more younger girls. You know what I mean? Just so mm-hmm. that, we can start to change that trajectory and and whatever I can do to help you scale that, to like grow that, you know, I'm here for you. I want you to build and grow. And um, y'all don't, y'all, she said it a little earlier. She's almost there. She's getting her real estate license. Okay. Mm -hmm. So she's going to be selling houses and we need to help her market and we need to Mm -hmm. let Canada know, you feel me? We got a new real estate agent coming soon. All the Habishas, y'all better uh, go mm-hmm. ahead and follow her to make sure you put her in into some connects with people who are looking for housing. If y'all are looking for housing, you're not there yet, but you're thinking about being there, like mm-hmm. just start that networking relationship now because the home ba- buying process can be long. So, very long, you yeah. know, just know our sister's out here. She's doing the good work and we appreciate you and we love you and you are amazing and dope. And this is such a great interview. I hope y'all really picked up these gems because you was dropping gems today, okay? <laughs> it was so beautiful. So Thank you beautiful. so much. I appreciate you. I appreciate you. I appreciate you. I appreciate your existence. I appreciate your train of thoughts. I just appreciate that you're a conscious being uh, that actually wants to make an impact as well. So thank you for what you do as well. Of course. The, you know let me just accept it the pleasure is really mine I really yeah. accept that and, and it's so nice to like have people recognize that so thank you mm-hmm. for saying that this has been Black Women Wednesday y'all listen this is great and tomorrow y'all 
Wayne, you got to come back to Clubhouse because I will be doing Clubhouse conversations again. We're starting this month. So tomorrow um, we will be on Clubhouse. I think I said 5 p.m. PST. Don't worry. The flyer is about to come out. I'm about to drop this tonight. We're going to be in Clubhouse tomorrow, continuing the conversation on unpacking, overcoming hate, um, on our journey to forgiveness, on our journey of healing. Um, we're just trying to get people the resources and tools. We're not saying you're ready right now, but we want you to be ready when the time comes, you know? And, you know, I just like to give people some free games. So we're going to do that tomorrow on Clubhouse. And then we write back at it next week on a regular schedule. So you got this. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's, it's mm-hmm. a lot of work, but sis, we doing mm-hmm. it. Y'all, oh, also I before I forget, it. I'm everywhere now, y'all. YouTube, Spotify, Anchor, uh, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts, make sure you're going. Please subscribe. The least mm-hmm. you could do is subscribe, okay? The least you could do is subscribe, mm-hmm. follow, like, put a comment on there. That's the least level you could do to support me um, and my team. And I just set up a donation link. So if you feel so inclined, to donate i'm just gonna throw this out there i feel like if i got a hundred friends who could put in a hundred dollars yeah that like that will be startup capital to really like build this thing out so y'all mm-hmm. do me a favor if you're not following go follow go look at the link tree if you're not following wayney go follow her okay her trajectory is gonna be far i got an eye for talent so just make sure you following her if you're interested at all in any of the things she talked about so Thank you so much. Thank you. Look thank at them. You. Oh, edit. Thank you. Eat of the food. Oh, she said, just, the yeah, yeah. She said, just want to say y'all are beautiful. Sis, you are too. We love you. Thank you so much. Y'all, I'm excited. So happy Wednesday, everybody. We're going to see you tomorrow on Clubhouse. Bye, y'all. <laughs>